0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Nerd Factory Reboot So, today we have to talk about video games Um, Just a reminder, the anime episode will come out on Monday, so watch out for that And by the way guys, please uh, wish me luck, tomorrow I have a voiceover um, audition Hopefully it goes well, I hope so If it does, it'll be really great Um, But it will not affect the podcast in any way. So, let's talk. We have so much to talk about. So, believe it or not, PlayStation Home, an application that was on PS3, is basically alive, maybe? That's, That's what we don't know. The trademark has been refreshed once more by Sony. This probably doesn't mean anything. I mean something that, Publishers and developers who own an IP do this every so often, so it doesn't necessarily have to mean anything. Like, uh, it doesn't have to be like you know, just because they refresh the trademark, then basically we are gonna see it happen. No, that's not the case. Um, but it could. I mean, there's probably a reason why Sony's just refreshing it every now and again. They could have just left it in the dust, but hopefully it is i don't know i mean let's hope that we see something similar to what was on ps3 happening and for those of you who don't know playstation home was basically an application um but the reason i say application it was it's because it wasn't a game and back then you didn't have the you know definition of an application next to the game like we have today so it was an application where basically you created your own avatar you dressed it up you had your own house and you could interact with other people so you would go you would walk to them talk to them via voice chat or text doesn't didn't matter really how you do it but you talk to them and it was such a cool idea and given the today's climate and you know basically how we communicate much easier now especially with ps5 and the fact that there is a microphone in dual sense then it's a no-brainer for Sony to actually bring that back it's it seems really well how do I put it logical <laughs> anyways aside from that um the ps plus lineup of august has been revealed it's basically plants versus zombies it's hunters arena and uh tennis world tour now here's my thoughts on the um basically uh the lineup i think that basically Hunter's Arena could be a banger for Sony, we don't know. But the fact that it's uh, you know launching for PS5 like this for free, it's a good sign. It means that basically they want you to play it. It's not necessarily going to be an amazing game, remember Destruction All-Stars. But at least it's good that we can try it out. Maybe it's good so we spend more money on it. We have Plants vs. Zombies where basically if you are a fan of that series or it's genre, I think it's strategy, well, I'm not sure if it's RTS strategy or not. Uh, aside from that, it's really fun, I played it before on my PC, I loved it. I haven't played the recent installments, but this one seems fun, hopefully it is. But that tennis thing though, that doesn't seem good. From all the reviews that I read, even though I was super excited for a tennis game, because I do play tennis and I love tennis video games, this one seems to be a huge bust, and the previous one was also a bust. So, yeah, pretty much a bust. And, you know, July lineup was good, but not perfect. Actually, the only reason I think it was good was because of A Plague plague Tale, in a sense. That's such a beautiful game. If you have never played it, it doesn't matter if you're playing it on PS4 or PS5 or any other console, just play this game. It's absolutely mind-blowing how beautiful the gameplay is, the graphics are, and everything about this is just wonderful beautiful so good so good so do yourself a favor go play it and enjoy this wonderful game and wonderful gameplay that they designed for this game it's just out of this world you're not gonna regret it but stay far away from battlegrounds wwe it is really bad i wanted to keep it because it doesn't really take that much space on my external drive but it's so bad That I don't want to play it anymore. You have no idea how bad it is. It's just awful how this game is. And, of course, Black Ops. Why do you want to even play Call of Duty after everything that's happened? Speaking of Activision, by the way, um, around 2000 employees have signed a letter. And this is an updated figure. It was 800, now it's uh, presumably 2000. 2000 employees have signed a letter And they are mad at how Activision has responded to this controversy with one of their executives, a woman actually, saying that um, these are outdated and out of context. Well, she said that at the same time we had evidence that showed up that showed they had a group chat where they talked about chicks and getting into hot tubs and um, Mr. Alex Afrosiop. Afrocli, I think actually that's her family. That's his family name. Saying that, hey, I'm Middle Eastern. I can do lots of shit. I just want to say, as a Middle Eastern, as an Iranian, no, that's not how we do things. And the thing is, I'm not sure, but it seems that he's Iranian because Afrocliob is actually an Iranian name. It's a Persian, ancient Persian name, original name, original from Iran and everything. Afro is actually a name in Shahnameh. From Ferdowsi. So, that's creepy to think that this guy is actually Iranian and that's how he behaves. So, from all Iranians around the world, I am so sorry that we sent you this guy. I mean, that's our bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But yeah, they talked about these things so nonchalantly. At one point, I was just so disgusted I couldn't even read their messages anymore. So bad. Like, why would they even do that? What's your... I don't really get it. How can somebody be so rude? Uh, anyways, some of the employees of Activision Blizzard, by the way, staged a walkout to protest everything that's going on. At the same time, Bobby... Something, I forgot his family name for some reason. Um, one of the uh, main people in Activision. Give me a second. I'm searching his name. Activision and Bobby seriously why did i forget his family name so yeah this guy um said that we are going to change things that um basically oh there we go bobby kotick's bobby kotick's bobby kotick sorry bobby kotick basically said that um they are going to do better that they are going to change everything that has happened and uh, they hope to create a safer environment the Problem Mr. Kotik or Kotik, I don't know, is isn't you trying? You need to do. We don't want you to try, we want you to create a safer environment for everyone involved. Do you understand this? Mr Bobby. Bobby Bobby. So please, Mr Bobby, just just please. Uh, that's so bad fact that they really didn't care that it was so tone-deaf that their employees really lost their minds how can they be so I don't know so um, stupid reacting to all of this if it was if it was any other camp company it would have been so different ah also also Sony revealed their new beta updates for PS5 in this beta update we had a myriad of changes one of which was the SSD support, basically external SSD. So before we get to all that, let me just tell you some of the changes that's happening. I think that's actually all of the changes. Free the audio support for TV speakers, something that Sony did promise a while ago, and um, it's finally happening. Free the audio for TV speakers. I'm not sure if this is, f- how would this even work for every TV speaker or. No, I, I'm not sure they didn't specify this, but I would love to see it supported for soundbars as, as well. I don't know if it is, because I don't really feel like it is it is right now, but I know that so far it's been just for the headphones. They also said that the way you would uh, calibrate all of this is through the microphone in DualSense. You just place it in your room, it will do the job for you, and it will calibrate it. That's such a cool thing if Sony is doing. That's one of the things that I imagine in my head saying that it can happen because that's how soundboards, professional soundboards, need to be calibrated through a microphone. So the fact that Sony actually did it, so cool. Uh, user, um, user interface and UX improvement. One of that is basically how they said that... Um, you can uh, now see the PS5 and PS4 version of games separately, whereas you couldn't before. They were basically next to that free dot that you just basically press it and open the menu. Now they are separate, and now it clearly says it's PS4 or PS5, so you know which version you're playing. It isn't really bothersome to me because I actually got used to the other version, but yeah, it's actually good if they do it like that because now... I know when I'm launching the game, which is it? I don't need to press that to see which one I can switch to, so I know that okay, this is the other version. So good job, Sony, on that. Um, Also, they said that when you go to the library, immediately you're brought to your collection, to your installed, um, installed on the console place. So that's, that's actually something that has happened right now. You can still do it, but now it clearly says PS4 or PS5. Again, it's already done i think i don't think so no no no. because i actually have a ps4 game on my um uh, ssd and the rest of the ps4 games are there so yeah for me it's more organized that way but yeah for other people no no it will definitely tell you because maybe some people don't have external so now it will tell you ps5 or ps4 a sorting option is there now it makes more sense i was thinking like how does this work i remember that's external for me that's why it's always like that Um, also, also, they said that when you go to your collection, which is basically PSN and everything else that you have, it could be this collection that you have, everything you ever played, and it's in your collection, they can be and will be sorted by PS5 or PS4 versions, so that's a very cool thing that they've done, and of course, if you don't know, just a reminder, you can remove some of those from your collection, so yeah, that's all, I think that's also very neat, kind of thing as well. Like, you can remove them, and um, that's pretty awesome. Like, for example, I have a beta of Black Ops 3 on my collection. Why do I even need to have that? Now I can remove it. Pretty cool. Um, Control Center can be more personalized, so that's something that they said that can happen. They didn't really specify how that much. I mean, I think it should be seen more in action rather than just talking about it. Um... So, yeah, I'm not sure exactly how that can be done, but they said that, yeah, there are some things that you can um, basically do. Actually, I I actually remember now. Sorry. Um, One of them was trophy tracker. Um, Aside from, you know, organizing your friends and party, things like that, one of the things that when you do and control center comes up, uh, the cards, is basically trophy trackers. For each game, you can track five trophies. So, for example, I'm... uh, Actually, one of the good things about this, I saw a preview, I think, of this with Plague Tail. Not saying that it was official preview, no, but the way Plague Tail acted and Control Center and those cards acted, that's kind of how it can happen. Is that when I played Plague Tail, um, the collectibles were very important to me to collect. So even if I missed a few, it stay, it's it still remained there, so I can jump to that part of the game after i finish the game so i can find the last for example collectible so yeah that can probably be how you can say for example yeah i want to collect uh, i want to track these five trophies that's how it can be done for you that's pretty cool i gotta say good job sony i mean not gonna say that i'm gonna use this particular feature so much but the fact that it even exists is pretty cool because for example sometimes you're hunting for collectibles you need to know if you have them all Um, Because sometimes, you know, Playtale is one of those games that tells you chapter by chapter, but sometimes it's overall, like, you know, how many you have right now, so having it in your card section is very useful, so I don't have to, you know, basically jump around and looking for those trophies, speaking of trophies. Another part of the update is the fact that basically now you see everything vertically, as you used to before, and now more information is displayed. So Imagine the PS4 trophy list, but a bit bigger, so that more information can be displayed. So now you'll see less trophies vertically, but you see more information compared to horizontally, where you see no information, and it's very bad. So good job Sony on that as well. Um, Writing messages, okay, I don't know what that is. Friends tab has been updated. Um, So yeah, now... I still have no clue why <laughs> these are cliff notes and i forgot to write more details about them um i did say about the uh, ps4 and ps5 versions being distinguishable anyways so these were all the changes that's happening um i'm keeping the best for last um these changes are happening it's pretty cool honestly to be speaking of them um so sony is doing all of these in beta so if you are a member of the beta program. The way it works, you go to the settings, um, you download the beta, you load the beta, you test all of these out, and then you can immediately switch to the stable version. So it's not like this replaces your OS altogether. So I think it's pretty cool that you can do that. I actually never participated in OS beta. I participated in many uh, closed betas, but this kind of beta I never did. And I never planned to because of how Basically, expensive and uh, rare the console is these days, it's really not worth it if something happens to the console. So, um, that's one of those things. Um, so, yeah, if you have the beta, you can try it out right now until the stable version comes out and you know they have feedback from people. It may take a month or two. Um, now, here's the biggie we finally have SSD expansion um, option available, however. A certain amount of SSDs are supported unfortunately Sony has not yet given us any list for which SSDs are supported so we don't know exactly but they gave the requirements they said that it needs to be PCI uh, for fourth generation PCI Express fourth generation it needs to have this kind of speed to read to write whatever The problem is, the reason I say whatever is because they also said that this doesn't mean that necessarily it will work. That's the thing. Like, you don't know if it works or not. It can have all the specifications and still not work. It also needs a heatsink. Yeah. So one of the best things, best SSDs that you probably can buy is probably Western Digital Black that was uh, outed a few months ago. That seemed to be a good one. Also, Seagate says that we have a PS5 SSD ready, but the prices are really high. Even Samsung has one. I'm not sure if that Samsung one has a sink or not. But the prices are high because for a 1TB one, terabyte one you will be spending around 200 bucks. Not saying that it's so high, but the thing is that, well, the, propi- the proprietary uh, version of the Xbox is m- much more expensive and it doesn't have the speeds of this. So keep that in mind. With this, you're getting that speed, and some of them are higher speed than the PS5. And at the same time, you are um, also paying less. I mean, imagine you have a speed of, for example, 7 gigs. And the Xbox has 4 gigs or 2 gigs. I'm not sure. I didn't check, but it's much less than PS5. So it has that kind of speed. And it's too fast. 200 bucks and it's proprietary not something that you can actually change it's a last gen pci express but you're getting all these new stuff for 200 why is it bad it's not bad is it hard to actually change it no how is it hard to change you just open the panel you just plug it in push it down and screw it in it's actually very cool if you if you ever do um a pc build you know what I'm talking about. It's really satisfying to just you know pin it down and you know push it in, screw it in. But yes, the problem right now and people is the people are having problems is that basically, you know, um, the heat issue and you know basically not everyone has that kind of information. They don't have that kind of knowledge. Not everyone searches online to see if it's compatible. And many people would just run to buy their SSD they will put it under ps5 and they will be having problems with it and sony will say that no it's not compatible turn it off and uh, take it out but they will blame sony i think that sony uh, chose the wrong way for the expansion for one reason only because basically it was better if they actually made their own SSDs and you know they worked with for example seagate or western digital to create their own SSDs compatible for ps5 so that we know that for example yes this has a sticker sticker on it that says this is PS5 compatible so that people know that, yes, I'm buying this. This is compatible. Sony says so. That would be much better than when people have to now search the Internet, scour the Internet, maybe get wrong information, spend 200 bucks, maybe even more on their expansion, only to find out that, yes, this doesn't work. This isn't compatible. And then the hassle of can I return it? Can I get my money back? What do I do? You know, it, it's not really worth it given all this trouble. So now again we need beta users, we need people to actually put it in, check if it works or not, and that just that just sucks. I mean Sony could have done much better on this problem. Much, much better. And I'm not saying that this Microsoft situation is better or anything. I'm saying that well, basically Microsoft chose a different SSD altogether. They chose a convenient SSD everybody has and their solution is not exactly hardware, but rather software optimized for SSD, where Sony is not only software, but hardware, so that's why they need special SSDs. <sighs> but still, given now that it's in beta, I think that maybe we will see many different um, I don't know, uh, many uh, ssd is working and um, not working and then they can give us a good list saying that yeah this works this doesn't work buy these but still controversy is bound to happen anyways oof. by the way it's not really hard to upgrade your ssd or even do a search but the fact that many people don't know these stuff and it will be hard for them that's the problem I have. Like, I do have this knowledge about PCs, SSDs, PCI Express, all this stuff. But the fact is that many people don't. Many of my friends don't. And they probably would ask me. And I would also love, as a person who knows this stuff and people come to ask, for, ask questions from, I would actually love to know the correct SSD so I can direct people to those so that I wouldn't be responsible if they get something that doesn't work. Oh, that's not really good. So, yeah, by the way, by the way, proprietary storage is not that good, by the way. Having more options, having more competition between SSD manufacturers will lead to a cheaper SSD. And maybe they make even faster SSD, so you don't need to have top of the line because PS5 probably can't utilize much more power than it already can. So, I am not agreeing with Xbox. So don't don't really, I don't really agree with people saying on Twitter saying that yeah, Xbox is much better. You just plug it in. Look, it's different architecture, different system, everything, everything, different. But yeah, Tom Warren say whatever the hell you want. You can lie. You can make people think that Xbox is the best. The truth is, none of their ways are the best. But in the long run, PlayStation is doing a better job uh also here's a cool thing we found out nixus pc uh, nixus is basically used for pc ports according to jim ryan jim ryan is claiming that nixus was bought so they can help with their pc ports being better in quality and more stable when they come out on pc so they don't need months of basically uh squashing bugs that's pretty cool So this means that we probably will have more PC game, PS4 games coming to PC very soon. Um, As for if that's a bad thing or a good thing, I think it's a good thing. Given that right now we know that PS5 has sold 10 million, and the exclusives Ratchet and Returnal sold 1 million and 500,000 respectively, they need that money. They need it, and I don't think it's bad to see cross-gen titles. Like God of War, next God of War. I'm not calling it Ragnarok, by the way. Ragnarok is the end of everything. You cannot call the second game Ragnarok right off the bat. It's the third game. So, Ragnarok. Wait. I almost fell into it. Saying that God of War was made for PS4 and now it's uh, coming to PS5, so both consoles. And people thought it was just PS5. Or Gran Turismo 7. Being for PS5 but not coming, but now coming for PS4. Or Horizon, the same thing. I am not angry at that, I cannot be angry at that, because I understand where they're coming from. There's a pandemic, there's problems with development, they have lots to develop for, they have lots of issues going forward. I understand all of that, and I actually applaud them for doing this, because this means now that more people get to enjoy this, this may actually lead to more hardware sales, because they played it, I don't know, prequel, and have so much fun that they want to buy the console. So, don't get so nasty. Because I think that, yeah, these are all going to be really beneficial to Sony in every way. So, yeah, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Uh, that, that's for Nexus. Also, there's a small um, rumor going around that FIFA 23 will be free to play and they will receive updates just like um, eFootball. I want to call it Pro Evolution, sorry, but remember that's not the name anymore. Just like eFootball. But it's going to happen in FIFA 23, which means the version that we're having now, FIFA 22, is not free to play. So, 23 might be free to play. That's pretty cool. Right? No, I know it's not cool. EA sucks. At least on FIFA, they suck. I mean, I'm really happy with everything that they did at EA Play. Until we know more, they still suck. Now let's talk about Abandoned. So there was so much to talk about today, but let's talk about Abandoned. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. uh, Abandoned, a game that Hasan Kahraman, or let's call him Kahraman. Because that's the Turkish way apparently. Hasan Kahraman is making. He made a lot of teases. Lots of it. And now it's even getting worse. Why? So buckle up. I'm not going to say that I am team believer or non-believer. But it's fun to think about it. Believe it or not, um, he showed a uh, picture of the startup menu. And it looked like abandoned with... Blur text Where people thought it says I don't know Welcome to Silent Hills Some people saying It's saying Developed by Hideo Kojima We cannot read it honestly I tried with Photoshop so much And from afar It looked like Welcome 2 As for the rest of it I couldn't read crap But The application right now Is available for download All you have to do is just go And search abandoned On Playstation or collections Search for it You'll find it but the other fu- funny thing, aside from the picture and text, the picture behind is a guy with an eye patch. Aside from that, people thinking and finding out that this can be an acid flip, he's saying that it's not. And this is the bad guy. The guy has an eye patch on the left eye. Whereas Big Boss has it on the right eye. This guy has it on the left eye. Like solid as a Snake. And he's a bad guy. <laughs> That's pretty weird. What's also weird is that it was once classified as a horror game on PlayStation, PlayStation Network, and now it's being classified as tactical. What the hell? So which is it, Mr. Haraman? Tactical or not? At the same time, we know that this guy is doing an interview with al um, a podcast, um, Arabic podcast. So um, we don't know if it if interview is coming soon or not, but they said that they did have the interview with him and they posted a little picture of of them talking to him on Zoom. So we don't know. But I'm very intrigued. What the hell is going on? Like I don't know if this game is really a Kojima game or not. But seriously, Mr. Adama. I just wanna say. Be very careful. If this is not a PlayStation game, sorry, if this is not a Kojima game, if you are basically riding the waves of suspicious people, just just tell us. Because if we find out on August 10th that this is not what people think it is, even people who are not familiar with Kojima, they will be disappointed. Because at this point, it's like a wildfire. Everyone on the internet knows that there is some kind of... Uh, conspiracy going on. So, trust me, even those people who are skeptical will be disappointed. And so far, everything has been an asset flip. I really don't know to think if this is really Kojima or not. I really don't. I honestly have no clue. I mean, I cannot tell you for sure if this is a Kojima game or not, but I can tell you it is exciting. To imagine that, yeah, (laughs) maybe it is Kojima. And he's playing with us. He's screwing with us. I mean, it can be a mix of both Phantom Pain and Silent Hills. And so far, the strategy seems like that. Because Phantom Pain, we had a fake guy. He came, he interviewed with Jeff Keighley. And he got, basically, he got made. We knew he was a fake. And with PD PT was something like that. With PT, they came and said, This is a studio called 747, you played the demo until you saw that. Holy crap, this is Silent Hills. Will this be the same? I don't know. But honestly, I am not convinced at this point that this is either Silent Hills or Metal Gear Solid. I really don't know what to even think at this point. Like, seriously. What do I think about this? (laughs) I don't know. Let's just wait. Let's just preload it. It's just 1.3 gigabytes of data. Just preload it. And uh, let's wait until we see which is it. So, also there are some people saying that, yeah, Kojima and Hassan Rahraman, they tweet at the same time. i just like to ask those people, like, seriously. This is now too far, people. <laughs> like even there, t- it seems suspicious, especially you know some coincidences. But I'm not sure if I'm fully on board. But still, I'm super excited to find out what it is. Anything Kojima is definitely awesome, definitely. Also, watch out, Jeff Grubb might come out and say that hey guys, it's happening, Xbox and Kojima every time there's a talk about kojima on playstation he immediately comes out and says that yeah kojima signed something with xbox what did they sign nothing important it's just like a promise so are they making the game no okay then again guys i have news what he's doing something what is he doing i don't know but it's probably with xbox and cloud okay (laughs) like this guy and, you know, I don't know to trust Jeff Grubb or not. I, I don't. I don't know him that much, but from what I know, from what the moment that I got introduced to him, everything that he said was wrong. He claimed that Star Wars will come to Game Pass for Star Wars Day. Nothing happened. He promised Resident Evil will have all of its games on Game Pass because of Village. Nothing happened. In fact, the opposite happened for PlayStation Now. And... He just keeps saying stupid things that never come to fruition. I don't know if he was a credible insider at one point or another, but right now, to me, he's not credible. If anything, he's. I don't know, he's just crazy at this point. <laughs> like, really? What are you doing, Jeff? Also, a few cool news if you wanted to know Iki Island and Goes to Tsushima, basically, director's cut, is the same size as the first act of the main game around 15 hours to 20 hours that's awesome for people who said that it's not worth it for 20 bucks now look at this Busters for gears of war was 20 bucks but it was three or four hours this is 20 bucks and you get a huge expansion 15 to 20 hours why damn also the ascent is released and the reviews are coming in and so far it has a 64 point as of now um 64 um and technically it's with 15 reviews it can probably be higher um so yeah that's probably that also uh yeah that's pretty cool some people have actually installed, oh that's pretty cool, so yeah, somebody, somebody has actually installed an SSD for their PS5 and they're showing it right now, so it's kind of a live reaction. They're showing it and how it works, so now they're going to move it, I'm actually curious to see how fast they can do it. Okay, so he's now chosen the M.2 to move it there instead of console. So we chose 33 gigs, Ratchet and Clank. It's moving. Compared to the PS4, this seems to be much faster. Actually, this is way faster. Wow, look at it go. So, 33 gigs was transferred in around 30 seconds, I think? Maybe a bit less? Give or take. Yeah, that's it. Sent. That was it. So, 33 gigabytes. It didn't take that long. That's that's actually awesome to see happen. Wow. So cool. So, now let's see if he can run the game. And this is a compatible SSD, okay? So, it's not like um, a kind of SSD where it's, it just works as a storage. It's actually going to work. Okay. So, hey, why... For a second, I thought it was going to delete Ratchet and Clank. Okay, he's running it. Let's see if it works well with the SSD. So the loading should be fast. This is kind of a breaking news for me right now. Holy crap, it's working. Holy crap, it loaded the game. So now load the level. That's how curious I am. I don't think we're going to see a level being loaded. Yeah, That, that was a video. But yeah, it seems really cool. It seems that, yes, it works. It works. Thank God, finally, we have a solution for it. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Like me watching this and seeing that it's happening. Uh, kind of a breaking news, people. So, that's how it works. Very cool. Very cool. So, the person actually used... Um, I'm not... Oh, there we go. He used... Corsair Force MP600 Pro, a 2 terabyte model, and yes, I was right, it took 30 seconds to move it. Wow. That's pretty awesome. So for 30 seconds, each second you can say it moved 33 gigabytes. That's actually a very easy way to <laughs> understand. 33 gigabytes was the right speed, and that's actually pretty awesome. So now I'm going to actually look at Corsair Force just to see the specs, to see if it's actually what Sony needed, or it has some small changes. Because if it does, that's pretty good news for everyone. Okay, so here we go. We have it. MP600 Pro 1TB SSD M.2 NVMe PCI Express Gen 4. So, so far. And this is kind of a guide... I'm not going to say that this is sanctioned by Sony or anything like that. I'm just going to tell you what I know, what I understand from SSDs. So, what you need, you need it to be PCI Express Gen 4 and 4x4, we call it, and M.2 NVMe SSD. So, PCI Express Gen 4, NVMe, M.2 NVMe. Okay? That's all you need to know. You don't need to know anything else. It also needs to have... um, Effective cooling dissipation, as Sony says, such as a heatsink. So you can actually use a heatsink yourself if you want. But this is more for PC crowd. So this Corsair one actually has um, the heatsink on it. it. Actually looks huge, but it fits the space for the console. So that's pretty awesome. Good job, Corsair. It actually looks really cool. Gen 4 PCIe. Wow. So. The sequential read speed, the read speed should be 5.5 gigabytes or more, so at least 5.5. So, now, then you also, you know, this is the width from and stuff like that, 22 millimeters or 2.2 centimeters width, it should not be 25 because it will not fit. Kind of a foresight on Sony's part. But as for specs, um, wow, the max read is seven gigs per second, write is five point five. So this is actually stronger than what is in PS Five and what is needed in PS Five. That's actually awesome. However, I think that right now because of it's it's in beta, that's probably why we're seeing slower right wait i don't think that's actually the case the read for sony is 5.5 and the speed of writing is 3 gigs it is in that range so yeah it makes no no it's okay so that's that's the most speed you can get it's not if you wanted to do it the other way like send it there uh send it from your expansion to your internal day you'll probably get more speeds it'll probably be less than 30 seconds the guy didn't test it but my theory is that probably yeah because uh, that has a higher speed. So it can technically be higher. Yeah, that's probably how it can go. Um, wow. That's pretty awesome. So storage temperature goes from 40 to 85 max. Operating 0 to 70. Hmm. That's actually pretty good. With that sink, it's working really well. So that seems to be a really good one, but we don't know the price right now. I don't see it in um, in their website. Uh, I don't know who tested this. Probably a website or something. Oh, there we go. Holy shit. Huh. 159 euros for one terabyte. So I don't know how much it will be in dollars. So let me check really quickly. Um, Euro to USD. It will be... 190 bucks for one terabyte honestly with the speed you're getting and the sync available on it this is such a great price and the fact that somebody did test it and it worked so yeah i may actually look for a list to see which ones work but the problem is that they did say so uh they did say that it's not necessarily you know if it has all those specifications it's not necessarily going to work Wow, so much news. So, (laughs) right now we also have another news on Ghost of Tsushima Iki expansion. So, length is going to be like Act 1, which is the longest act of the game. So, around 8 to 12 hours of story. Holy Jesus, that's actually pretty cool. They said 15 hours, I think, the rumor was, but 18 to 12 hours for story? That's actually really respectable, especially for an expansion. 20 hours to 25 hours to get 100%, which means side quests and everything. So that's actually normal. Sometimes, you know, these side quests take more time than the story itself. One thing, an example could be Miles Morales. You have new armor for your horses, uh, also, of course, dual sense and things like that, 3D audio. New skills on what you already have. So it means maybe an expansion on your skills because of this expansion, and brand new enemies. So, that's actually super exciting. You can also travel back and forth at a certain point, which means that probably when you start the uh, expansion, you're not going to be able to move around all the time. Um, so, you have to get somewhere, then you can do it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they get you at some place? Like, you're, I don't know, in, uh, how do I say, it? you're, you're imprisoned or something? Not sure. But, holy crap. The Ascent is not looking good in reviews. I really thought this was a good game. People liked it. People were excited for it. I never was because I don't like the Cyberpunk aesthetic that much. But, holy crap. The scores are not that good. But I am excited for Hunter's Arena. If you don't know what is Hunter's Arena, which is gonna come on PlayStation Plus. It's like you choose a hero and you fight other heroes that other people choose, something like For Honor, but a different kind of game. You also have lots of customization, lots of powers. At this point, I'm not really sure. They could actually make it something like, um... You know, it has a lot of World of Warcraft vibes, or Blizzard vibes, if I may actually say, because there are so many different people here, and characters. But, you know, honestly, it seems like a fun game. It can be like... What was that blizzard game where every hero and villain was there and you just fought them? Not sure I remember. Damn, I actually forgot. Anyways, um kind of kind of exciting. So this is all the news. Yay. <laughs> really, that's all the news. Oh, by the way, Near Reincarnation is out, so if you live in Europe or USA, you will be able to play it. However, if you are outside of their um, supported regions, your VPN will not work for some reason. I don't know why. I have ExpressVPN and it doesn't work, it doesn't download the game for me. But but here's a little bit of a workaround. So, the way that you can do is that you need to download OpenVPN and then you need to download another one called Easy. O-VPN. It's basically Easy Open VPN. With Easy Open VPN, you can actually choose one of the VPNs, like one of the servers, like South Korea, Japan, or anything. Choose South Korea if it's available. Choose that, and after that, you're going to get connected via the Open VPN. And after that, you're um, going to basically go to the application and start the download. However, because of the speeds, it might take a while. And if you see it's stuck on a certain percentage, like for example 60%, you have to basically re-download it. Okay. So, holy crap. Another news. Jesus, can you guys let me go? <laughs> so... Uh, Activision Blizzard is apparently working with a union-busting firm, WilmerHale. The same one that Amazon is using. This is actually... Interesting. So we're going to read this and then we're going to end the episode. What's going on? Codex says a law firm, Wilmer Hale, will immediately review the company's policies to promote a respectfully inclusive workplace. That Activision Blizzard will continue to investigate each and every claim and will not hesitate to take decisive action. Well, if you want to do that, Mr. Bobby, you have to fire yourself first. That it will fire anyone found to have Impeded the integrity of our processes For evaluating claims Well, honestly Ubisoft claimed to all do all of these things And nobody got it fired And they say it's because the games Need their people What the hell And they will ensure Hiring managers are considering Diverse slates of candidates For open jobs So This is what they are saying one of the most valuable investments a company can make in, is in training managers, supervisory, staff, and human resources professionals on how to manage efficiently within the confines of applicable labor and employment laws. Clients took us to provide training as a preventative measure to preventative measure to help avoid li- litigation and minimize li- legal exposure as well as to enhance the effectiveness of their managers. Throughout the United States, we offer a wider range of customized training programs and workshops. Oh, crap. This is the... Wilmer Hale description. This is not good. Read about this. Our training program includes providing a legal psycholo- psychof- yeah, psychological perspective on managing employees through effective communication, preventing, identifying, and dealing with sexual and other unlawful harassment, advising and union awareness and avoidance. Holy shit! This firm, because they said Amazon, that's how I got tipped off and I read. They are not going to bring in a firm to help them mitigate the situation. They're going to actually avoid this situation altogether. Shit. Jesus Christ, Activision, what the hell? Yeah, this is not going to go over well. This is not going to go well for Activision. Damn. This is very much anti-union shit. What are you doing at Activision? I mean... You know, I never got why money is so important to people. Like, why? It doesn't hurt to actually take a loss every now and again if it means that you can have a healthy workplace where people can also, I don't know, be healthy and do stuff. This is not the way to go. No. No, 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 no. Oh, boy. By the way, um, <laughs> damn, people are going crazy about the SSDs that Sony's making. Jesus, be careful out there. Do not engage people. do not get angry, do not do anything. Just read and laugh if you want, or read and cry. I don't know what you do to cope, but don't, don't, don't engage people are obviously angry right now and we cannot say anything for sure until we can see it up close and personal and see the list and this is beta for freak's sake beta it's not even official or stable things can change you know they can actually give us a list by the end of this beta phase why is everything why does everything have to be so complicated Anyways guys, thank you for joining me, I, f- I hope you enjoyed this episode, it's um, almost the same length as the other one, I hope really you enjoyed this episode, it was educational for you guys, and if there's anything else you'd like me to talk about, if you have any ideas, I'm open to ideas, so don't hesitate, and um, I will see you guys very soon, next time, next week, for gaming talk, and of course for anime talk, I will see you guys on Monday. We have leaks of My Hero Academia, but by the time it comes out, then it's no longer a leak, but rather official. I think it's better to talk about official rather than leaks. See you guys until then, and love you guys. See ya.